Welcome to the Focus Today podcast with Perry Atkinson. And uh, delighted and honored to have back with us today, Frank Gaffney. He's a busy guy, and we grabbed him. <laughs> we got him between interviews. He's vice chairman of the Committee on the uh, Present Danger, China, and founder of the and executive chairman of the Center for Security Policy, author of his new book called The Indictment. We want to talk to him about that. And he has a website, centerforsecuritypolicy.org, centerforsecuritypolicy.org. Hey, Frank, good to see you. Thanks for your time, buddy. Oh, listen, you're always top of my list. If I can get a chance to get on your show, everything <laughs> else gets moved aside. <laughs> okay, I'll see you at the NRB and I'll buy you a hamburger for saying that. Hot dog. Thank you. <laughs> well, congratulations on your book. Uh, gets released today. Is today the big day? Today is the big day, and I'm extraordinarily proud to say that I understand it opened as a number one bestseller in the national and international security category on Amazon. So praise God, and let's hope it keeps rolling. Well, congratulations. Congratulations. All right. Why did you take this on? Tell us about it. I took it on in part because I have spent much of the past year um, helping organize and moderate a series of webinars, we've talked about them in the past, that mm -hmm. our Committee on the Present Danger of China has sponsored, to look at basically two subjects, Perry. One is the unrestricted warfare, and that's the Chinese term for it, that the Chinese Communist Party, or CCP, has been waging against our country for decades mostly unacknowledged, uh, not even most of us aware of that it's happening, let alone the damage that's been done. The second topic of this webinar series is who's been helping them do it to us? Who specifically in the United States of America has been helping our mortal enemy, the Chinese Communist Party, wage this kind of pre-kinetic but very deadly warfare against us. Everyone can get for free access to this incredible body of work. There's, I think, over 100 hours now of these webinars at presentdangerchina.org. But I was just moved to say, you know, we got to make it more accessible to people who are too busy to spend, you know, endless hours going through these, as important as they are, all of these webinars and their content. So we put it together in this book. Um, we came up with the idea of an indictment because that's really where we are. We need to be indicting the people who have engaged in not only crimes against their own people, crimes against humanity on an unimaginable scale, Perry, by some estimates, 100 million Chinese have died at the hands of their own government. And that would include, of course, people who don't think of themselves as Chinese, the Chinese do, but they're Tibetans or they're uh, Uzbeks or they're, um, you know, uh, excuse me, uh, Uyghurs, rather, or Southern Mongolians. But there's 100 million of them. And oh, by the way, the, the Chinese boast about this, at least 400 million, maybe by some estimates, 500 million now, babies in the womb who've been murdered by the Chinese Communist Party. And so this is the most heinous and awful of crimes against humanity in history. And the danger, 
I think that we miss at our peril is any government that would do that to their own people is not going to treat ours better. If anything, they're likely to treat us worse. And that brings me to the second of these categories, the unrestricted warfare. Because properly understood, the Chinese Communist Party that is engaged in this warfare is a transnational criminal organization. Then what these represent really are war crimes against America. And we consider there to be eight distinct examples of this economic warfare, political warfare, information warfare, influence operations, elite capture, the the, uh, the, the biological warfare that they've engaged in against our country, as we've discussed before, and most especially this idea of elite capture, the people who are their friends and our mortal enemies as well, inside our country, aiding and abetting the takedown of our country at the hands of the CCP. So that's the sort of broad purpose of the pro- this uh, book. But as important as anything are the 20 specific recommended actions that we must take now if we're to survive this threat and uh, what may be coming next, which is a shooting war, not just the pre-kinetic kind of war, but the old-fashioned murderous kind as well. Well, okay, the book is entitled The Indictment, Prosecuting uh, the Chinese Communist Party and Friends of Crimes Against America, China and the World. There's a picture of the cover of the book by Frank Gaffney. Uh, Let me encourage you, go to Amazon, get it, read it, get educated on this. Frank, I think this whole thing boils down to one question that probably produces a bunch of other questions. Um, It appears to me that even the common person today understands that China is a threat at some level. They may not have the in-depth knowledge of you, but most Americans realize China is a problem. But we don't seem to be doing anything about it. Why? I wish that were the case, Perry. I think the truth of the matter is we are doing something about it. Under the Biden administration, by and large, what we are doing is compounding the problem. Mm. I mean, I think I've said this to you before. I consider what this administration is doing, and and this isn't a partisan critique. You know, if a Republican were doing this, I'd be pointing it out just as sharply. Every single policy that the Biden administration has been promulgating, as best I can tell, is bad for America. But even worse, basically, they all seem to be benefiting the Chinese Communist Party, not just because they're making us weaker, but because they actually are enhancing the strategic position and capabilities of our enemy. So it would be one thing if we just weren't getting it and we're just passively, you know, inactive. But I think it's worse than that. And and I don't think this is not meant to be either critical of the American people or uh, disagreeing with you on your basic point. Uh, Most of them are just not aware of this. And why is that? I think it's because the people that we entrust with the responsibility to warn us about dangers, like the ones we've been discussing, when they don't hear from them, they think there's not a problem. To the contrary, those people are part of the problem. They've been captured, as the Chinese like to say. And, and, you know, for probably tens of billions of dollars, they've essentially bought up 
key elements of our political leadership, our financial sector leadership, uh, business more generally, the leadership thereof, um, the media, not least, um, academia, the pop culture, you name it, uh, basketball stars and the like, we see their money at work. And to make matters worse, as I think we've discussed, it's our money in many cases. Yeah. It's the money Wall Street has been giving them from our pension funds, from mutual funds, index funds, exchange-traded funds, 401k plans, and so on, which adds real insult to the very real injury. Frank, does from your observation, is China vulnerable in any way? 100%. And, you know, this is one of the key points of the book. Uh, really, is taking a page out of my old boss Ronald Reagan's playbook, mm. by the way, and mm. taking down the Soviet Union. He understood the critical importance, Perry, of delegitimizing the regime. It had done horrible things to its people, just as the Chinese have only on a scale of pikers by comparison to the CCP. But he went right at them as the evil empire. And he talked about, you know, putting them on the ash heap of history. And people across the old Soviet Union and the the empire that it had conquered um, were cheering Reagan on. We need to do the same, and we think the best way to do that is to describe the Chinese Communist Party as what it is, which is a transnational criminal organization. And once that's clear, and once we begin treating them as such, and we begin treating their friends in our country as accomplices to crimes against humanity and war crimes by that transnational criminal organization, well, then I think you're going to have people across China cheering us on as well. Because after all, they've been murdered by the millions, tens of millions by these guys and oppressed to this day, in the most horrific way imaginable, the so-called social credit system, which the Chinese hope to impose on us as well. Is their economy also adding to their vulnerability? It is. Uh, you know, they've got uh, huge debt problems. They've had banking crises. They've got uh, real estate bubbles. It sounds familiar, doesn't it? But <laughs> they're, they're now looking at, I think, a demographic time bomb. I mentioned the murder of all of those children. Most of them are girls, by the way, mm -hmm. baby, baby girls. But they've now got an aging population, a very much, uh, you know, reduced younger population to support them. And I think they're looking at the po possibility of a population decline that will, you know, mean maybe numbers as small as our own population in another 30 years or so. Well, let me take a quick break. I have some other things I want to talk. So honored to have with us today, Frank Gaffney. Check out his latest book. It goes on today. It is released being today. It's already a bestseller. There it is, The Indictment. Uh, check it out uh, at Amazon and uh, go to centerforsecuritypolicy.org. That's Frank's website and support what he does. We'll be right back. 
We'll be back to this week's interview in just a few seconds. In the meantime, we want to let you know that you can watch this interview, plus many more exclusive interviews that happen this week on the Dove's daily TV and radio show by visiting our website, thedove.us. And while you're there, sign up for our free daily devotional, The Word for You Today. Three months of daily readings that will connect you with God's Word. Now, back to the show. And again, honored to have with us today, Frank Gaffney, Vice President of the uh, Committee on the uh, Present Danger, uh, China, and founder of the Executive, executive Chairman uh, of the Center for Security Policy. His new book is being released today and is already at the top of the charts on the first day of being released, called The Indictment, uh, Prosecuting the Chinese Communist Party and Friends for Crimes Against America, China, and the World. Fascinating. Check it out. Frank, I have a couple other questions, but I, I want to ask one more question about China before we leave um, and go to another subject. And that is, um, we do a lot of things with China. My biggest concern is that somehow we have acquiesced to China for most of our pharmaceuticals. We have to get that back. But in all of that, China is clearly the main producer of fentanyl that goes to the cartel in Mexico and comes across the border and is killing Americans. Why don't we connect those dots? Oop, can't hear you. Oop, you got, there you go, I think. Yep, there we go. There we go. The purpose of this book, uh, the indictment, really, Barry, is to connect those dots is to try to make sure that the American people do both pick up on points that they are aware of, whether it's that, you know, a million of us were murdered by the Chinese Communist Party's virus out of its biological warfare program, or whether, as you say, we've been subjected to chemical warfare by the Chinese Communist Party in the form of fentanyl, or whether, you know, we've got a rust belt in our country because the Chinese Communist Party took down our industrial base. Or, you know, I could go on and on. Right. But the point is, I think many of Americans, this goes back to what you said at the beginning of the first segment, they know something's wrong. They know that these guys are behaving um, in a way that is unsettling, to say the least. Mm -hmm. What they need to know is it. It is by design. It is according to plan. It is for the purpose of destroying our country. And that if we don't want that to be accomplished, if they don't want that to be our fate, there are things that we have to do about it. And uh, decoupling, uh, among other things, from those supply chains is, is right at the top of that list, along with making sure that people who lead our country, who have helped put us in this fix, are removed from positions uh, in which they can continue to do that or worse on behalf of their friends in China. Well, folks, get the book. Uh, it's going to help us, like Frank said, to connect the dots. It's called The Indictment. Release today and go to Amazon. It came out of the chutes right at the top of the list. So this is a must read. Check it out. Frank, let me change your uh, uh, change our focus on something else I'm trying to scratch my head over and get a handle on. What's going on with the uh, potential 
indictment of Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas. What, what's this all about? Well, I, I can't imagine that it will come to that, but um, I frankly can't believe that what's been done to him so far has been allowed to go unchecked. Um, this is about again, political warfare. Um, it's obvious to everybody that, you know, Clarence Thomas is the absolute nemesis of the left. Mm -hmm. You're not supposed to be black and conservative, let alone black and conservative and brilliant and consequential. Um, you know, he has famously described what happened to him when he was being considered for right his appointment as a high-tech lynching. Mm -hmm. This is high-tech lynching 2.0. But Perry, could I just take a second to put this into a broader context? Because I think, again, this is a dot connecting that's needed. In several countries around the world, as I'm sure you're aware, notably Israel, but also Brazil, and I think Argentina, and, and probably others besides, we've seen the left when it is losing power at the polls, simply because their their policies are abhorrent, they impoverish people, they enslave people, they they ultimately lead you to something like this Communist Party, you know, tyranny. What they've chosen to do under those circumstances is essentially to hijack the judiciary and to use it as a means of essentially vetoing what the will of the people at the polls was. And again, I, I, I'm sure you're following this story closely. Benjamin Netanyahu, the prime minister of Israel, finally got a mandate to lead his country, an actual managed, uh, you know, a, a governing coalition. Right. Right. And in part, it was on the basis of seeking the popular mandate to reform the Supreme Court, to get it back to a mode like ours has been in traditionally and theirs has as well, a check and balance in a government, not essentially supplanting the entire government, vetoing all of its decisions that it didn't, the judiciary doesn't approve of, and imposing essentially, even on matters of war and peace, its hard left agenda. I believe the attack on Clarence Thomas the attack on other Republican-nominated justices of the Supreme Court, uh, mostly a, a willingness to uh, look away from any problems with the conduct of Democrat-appointed justices, by the way. But I believe that the real agenda here is not just to you know get rid of this um, this particular conservative, brilliant consequential black justice, but to hijack the Supreme Court of the United States so that it too can veto what the popular will is in elections going forward. I pray we will not allow that to happen. So what are they trying to pin on him? Well, they've started with, uh, you know, his wife, Jenny, who happens to be a dear friend of mine, uh, and some of her professional activities. Um, they moved on when that didn't really get much traction because she, of course, done nothing wrong to uh, claiming that somehow he has been, um, uh, you know, abominably disreputable by having a friendship with a very wealthy man, something that 
has gone back decades, and they have spent a lot of time deep personal friends. I happen to know the individual in question. And they're conjuring this up as some uh, some great, um, you know, scandal because, you know, he didn't report some of those uh, times together and what they did and where they went and so on. Um, for good reason, I think. He didn't, in checking with his colleagues, he understood that that was not something that needed to be reported. Uh, similarly, the purchase of a, of, of a family property uh, mm. that his friend wanted to turn into a museum honoring him because he actually lost money on the transaction. He didn't think he had to report that. So, I mean, this is much ado, as best I can tell, about nothing with respect to, with respect to the merits of the case. But I think it has everything to do with political warfare. And it just speaks volumes about the nature of the people who, I would submit to you, there's a high correlation between the kind of people who are doing that to our political system and the kind of people who are helping the Chinese Communist Party uh, in doing more or less the same to our entire country. Okay, uh, Frank, I got, let's see here, a couple minutes left. We have one factor that none of these other countries have. There's only two countries on the face of the earth that came about by a covenant. God's covenant with Israel and the United, covenant, United States covenant with God. Mm -hmm. As much as we tried to squat squat, he's still very much alive. What do we do? How do we invoke that again? This is such an incredibly important point. And I know your program is devoted to the topic day in, day out, so it, it may not be as important as insight to your audience as it is for most of us. But I'm now of the view, Perry, that everything we're talking about, the, this dangerous world in which we find ourselves, uh, this mortal enemy of unprecedented malevolence, this president who is... Aiding them and taking us down. All of this and much, much more is spiritual warfare. Yeah. It is about good versus evil. And what we have to do to answer your question is get on our knees and pray for God's grace. I hope he still thinks we're redeemable and that he'll grant it. Well, he saved the nation many, many times before. Mm -hmm. And uh, I hope that we understand we're at a point now, in spite of all a man's wisdom we need the transcendence of god <laughs> in the Amen. middle of all of this frank thank you congratulations on your book look forward to talking about it many more times check it out folks it's called the indictment and uh it's on uh amazon today already came out of the shoots as a bestseller check it out and support frank at centerforsecuritypolicy.org god bless you pal good to see you you too, my friend. God bless you. Thank you for listening to this week's Focus Today podcast. Remember, you can visit our website to check out all the interviews we did this week on our daily Focus Today TV show at thedove.us. And if you like this podcast, please take a moment to rate us and share it with your friends.